welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your debonair malfeasant, Noah Prito, and I'm here with our two heroes. What were your names again? Lisa Condemi, aka Gorgonzola, hero in training? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the end of the episode today. Thank you oh, so much so for sorry. listening. <laughs> My bad. I forgot about Ashley's new rider where I can't look at you. You can't look at me and you can't make puns about your the, death. The room is small. <laughs> and you can't look at me either. Okay. <laughs> look straight ahead. I will look at my seltzer. Uh, who's writer. this other one over there who uh, hates puns? Uh, yeah, this it's me, guys. Ashley Goodwin, a.k.a. Brigid, on the roof in the rain and saving Zola from the train. Oh, Fuck. my God. Both of you guys came in strong right on time, oh, unlike boy. a lot of subways, with your incredible, incredible train puns. Uh, well, let's not delay any further. There's, oh my God, let's not delay like a train uh, any Don't further. get me started. I'm very triggered having to go back into the office <laughs> and waiting 20 minutes on the platform on Thursday was not chill. Uh, last time. Why can't you DM our commutes? <laughs> Why can't I DM real life? Anyways, anyways. Last time, our heroes traveled through the sewers beneath the streets of the capital, making a beeline to the last known entry point of the Underdark Tunnels a service store in the worship district. Shortly after beginning their journey, the threesome was forced threesome. into a the threesome was forced into a chase sequence when a wave of Dafferats swarmed down the damp walkway, threatening to consume them. Thankfully, Brigid brought the group some time to hide by using Pyre to blast them back, allowing them all to duck around a corner when the swarm stampeded by. Overwhelmed by how this day had started and was going, the group took a break to look over Lord Achillian's body, and in his pockets they found very, very little. Just 75 platinum and an important looking badge bearing the symbol of the Onimalim. That's a very polite way to describe what we did. <laughs> <laughs> Ransacked. <laughs> Took a dead body and shook it Look, out as if it were a purse. it over. <laughs> uh, stashing the loot and the corpse back in the bag, the party continued forward almost immediately running into a large golden alligator. Which, by the way, brief aside. I've been re-editing old episodes, and the reptile that Zola encountered below Padawick was a crocodile. So just for the sake of continuity, this was shipped in from another continent. Uh, it is not native to okay. this, like the sewers, nor is it native to Emeralia. Wow, that's something in your fantasy world you felt you needed to clarify. You, know, you never know when you're going to get a big enough fandom for somebody to be like, wait, so this environment has two has two giant reptiles in it? Isn't like, that a place the United States has both? Doesn't Florida have both? I, th I only know Florida having alligators. Canon, Fayfall is Florida. <laughs> yes, Canon, my world is just Florida. I think I'm going to say that there's one place in America, I don't know which state it is, but there's one place that has both. Get in the comments and let us know what state some we need to do our first aspect. live stroke. Oh, also put some respect on Mamoon's name. Oh, yeah. yes. Mamoon, the golden alligator who had been abandoned by Emperor Autoc Aurelius, was in sleeping. In the <laughs> um, our 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 heroes heard Sarah McLaughlin as they turned, thrashing, like doing a death spiral, just slow mo black and white as the, the tail cracks into Brigid's stomach, dealing a whopping amount of damage. Um, you guys quickly solved this encounter. It was it was hitting you pretty hard, so. Though Brigid attempted some diplomacy, and Smite did what he does best, smoting, um, it was Zola who used the beat of force to capture and then yeet the lizard down Allegedly. the tunnel. Allegedly. Allegedly throwing Mamoon to wherever he is now. Continuing on, the party began to approach their destination. Peter, don't <laughs> <have me. laughs> 
If Peter hasn't already hated the show at this point, I do not know what I'm doing. It would be so right funny or wrong. Right. The <laughs> That'll bring us some good publicity. Yeah. All right. Continuing on, the party began to approach their destination when they encountered Zola's eldest foe, a gap. After some planning, Zola attempted to use the shard's new immovable rod ability to give them a point to swing from. And though there were a few mishaps, she managed to get across, turning to find that Brigid had solved the issue as well by creating a bridge of plants. While Brigid crossed and attempted to remove the shard where it had been pinned in the air, her activation of it caused it to surge, creating a boulder behind them in an Indiana Jones fashion that began to roll forward. Thankfully, they managed to escape as the plant bridge collapsed underneath the boulder's weight, fleeing further north to finally arrive at the Worship District Rail Station. However, as they opened the door, the entire station clocked Smite for the vigilante terrorist he is. <laughs> Thinking quickly, Zola, disguised as an ATA worker, successfully intimidated them all into leaving the station. She was significantly less successful in hearing an approaching train, though, when she leapt down onto the tracks, causing it to clip her for a mere 53 damage. More, if not for Brigid's use of the Thorn Whip cantrip. You can't win them all. You can't win them all. Bruised but not dead, Zola shook off the hit, and the three cautiously hopped down, following the rail to the service door. That's how I you forgot feel. about free Metro card. Oh, oh yes, yeah, how yeah. could I forget? I got free Metro card. You also got a free, essentially the workers' ride pass. for life. Rides yeah. for life. Um, bruised but not dead is how I always feel after any encounter with the subway. <laughs> <laughs> bruised but not dead. Bruised but not dead, baby. <laughs> uh, sounds like me every day. <laughs> uh, with a little. From the chime of opening, you guys unlocked the door leading into the underground tunnels, and you entered into the Underdark. And that is where we are right now. Each of you has stepped through this service door, stepping out into the dark tunnels cut from the gold stone of the Meramite Mountains, finding the air much staler and slightly cooler. It's dark, pitch black, though thankfully all of you have dark vision, which allows you to see shades of gray or about 60 feet or so ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Won't really help in making out details or if you were to see like writing on walls and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you definitely can see movement and you definitely can see uh, enough to suss out what's dangerous and mm-hmm. what's just an environment. Mm-hmm. I, I am tracking blood. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are tracking blood. There is pools of blood. As you just stand there on the other side, you look down and you've already dripped quite a significant amount on the ground. Since um, the two weeks that we recorded the last episode, Zola has accumulated puddles and puddles, puddles of blood. Puddles and puddles of blood. <laughs> Stilton is fretting. Yeah, Stilton uh, is actually like nervously looking at your injuries and looking out at the darkness that stretches on to your left and right. It is difficult to make heads or tails of where you are necessarily, but this journey is kind of going to actually be split into two sections. The first section is going to be navigating back to where Zola and Smite fought slash killed Trick. Mm -hmm. And the second is going to be from that point to wherever Plebo fled to. Mm -hmm. Um, So we don't know necessarily how many survival checks it will take to get beyond there. Mm -hmm. But we're going to do three right off the bat to see if you can successfully find your way back to that location. Can Um, I produce flame? 100%. 100%. In fact, mm. it, um, you as you go to do that, you see Smite was also drawing his blade and it started to glow. Oh, uh, you want to take this or? Take what? But lighting the area. I didn't, you know, I don't want to step oh, on your toes. Oh, uh, we can both do the thing. Sick. He draws this blade, <laughs> which is now glowing with light that illuminates the space about 20 feet in front of you. Your produced flame adding another dynamic, kind of giving this kind of. Um, Mine is like a warm flame. Yes, this is more of like that kind of... Uh, it's <laughs> like a tungsten. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is very dark, but um, since you guys kind of know 
generally where you were going. We're going to do survival checks with advantage. Great. Um, I let Stilton um, run out of my pocket ahead of us to um, s- sniff our path out. We are actually going to have only one of you roll with advantage, um, only because that way, you know, I mean, you're all traveling together. Assuming yeah. you don't split up, we'll have you roll together. Um, so whoever has the best survival, feel free to go. Um, I've got a plus eight. I've got plus zero, so. <laughs> so I think Zola will be rolling this one. <laughs> yeah, I start feeling along the walls. <laughs> All right, so advantage. All right. All right, so we're going to go with the 17 plus eight. Okay. Ooh. So first hour of travel goes by perfectly. With with the help of Stilton, who definitely remembers the way, and then your incredible druid friend, Brigid who is able to communicate with Stillen a little bit, the two of them leading deep into the tunnels make good headway towards your destination. Are there any features of the tunnel? Is there anything like boxes or barrels or is it just straight up tunnel? So as you're walking through, two big things you notice. One, similar to last time, these tunnels are, it seems like they're a midway between naturally forming and Mm -hmm. purposefully carved. Though it's not carved in a smooth sense, more in a like rough blasted through to create this tunnel. Um, You do occasionally see patches of more natural looking caverns, you know, stalactites, stalagmites, the kind Mm -hmm. of formations that form with water, but you do not see any sort of like tools, any sort of objects, at least not yet. Okay. Um, As you're walking though, this feeling is familiar to you, and it's familiar to Smite, but you, Brigid, you feel that watching feeling as if someone is observing you from behind you, from before you in the darkness beyond the produced light and light cantrips being used, and, and even somehow below you from the rock you're walking on. Can I do a perception check to see like if I can tell like how these tunnels were made? Like If, if it was something like that w- is like a natural being or a man-made? Give me either a nature or survival check. And depending on what you choose, we'll give you certain information, but both will give you what you're looking for. The reason why I was asking about um, barrels and boxes is because Gorgonzola um, is very aware of this being watched feeling and is Mm. suddenly wishing that they had disposed of the body before they got in here Mm. and is now thinking, should we do this? Should we not do it? Should I bring it up? Should I say this? Should I not say this? Yeah, you look down at the bag of holding, holding the, and you see like his face slightly peeking out. (laughs) Dead drow face, you shove it back down. (laughs) Horrifying. Um, I'm gonna, can I do both checks? You can only choose one. This is, you're making a check, you're gonna choose whether or not you want it to be information that can be gathered from nature or information that can be gathered from survival. So if nature is like your knowledge of specific creatures, then survival is your ability to determine whether or not this was formed by a creature or if it was carved by people or if it's naturally forming. Okay, so I guess survival because okay. that's that's a yeah. more broad. Yeah. Um, 18. 18. Mm. 18 for sure, this was carved um, to an extent. There, uh, It strikes you that, like many other mountain ranges, water flows through and eventually carves caverns. So there definitely, as I said, are natural aspects to this. But you 100% think that something came through and widened certain parts of the cavern. You know, other, other times when you guys pass by or pass through caverns, they, they go from like a wide... 10, 20 foot space to being like no bigger than maybe 8, 10 feet where you're almost having to walk single file as you go. You're, you're gathering that something came through here and did this. You're like, not sure like if it worms. was. It, it, 
based on that check, you don't know of any worms that are that range in such a size. You know what I mean? Like there, you if it were that would go from being small to big. To big, exactly. Like if if it were a worm, it'd be like this is one size, maybe getting bigger when you enter into those naturally forming caverns. I was more like mommy and baby. More like I like crew, like hastily dead this. <laughs> Uh, you guys are walking along. Let's do another survival check while we're going. This one, again, has advantage. Oh, my God. I just rolled three tens in a row. 18. 18. You continue on without interruption. You don't hear anything. Again, you're passing by what once was maybe exclusively or mostly carved to being a little bit more natural. There's like the larger, there's larger tunnels and caverns that you're walking through that you're like, oh, this one, they had to do very little to carve and create the path forward. Mm, the biggest, already exactly, cave. the most notable thing you see, especially in these natural sections, is that the work that was done here was to flatten the path ahead. Do you I know? see like any plants or animals? No, you don't. I'm at least not yet. No plants, no animals. You seem no to fungi. It, mm, give me a perception check. Perception check for fungi. Four. Four. Nothing. Nothing so big that you would see it growing. At least not now. Um, let's do our final survival check. You guys are definitely on the right track. You see, Stilton keeps popping back and me like nodding enthusiastically, realizing you guys are probably retreading your steps at this point. Brigid responds. The two of you hold a good conversation for like about 20 seconds. Gorgonzola is talking about the startling lack of fungi. <laughs> I thought there'd be more mushrooms here. Yeah, you know, I don't remember any on our walk in, but you'd think that there would just be at least a garden here and there that we can, you know, look through or pluck from. I love mushrooms. You a fan of mushrooms? Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh give me the last survival. I hope check. that is all cut from the podcast. <laughs> it won't be. Uh, the last survival check? Yes. With an advantage? Correct. Uh, 14 plus 8. 14 plus 8. Again. Which is a number. <laughs> 22. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys continue on for your third Never hour of travel. Never said role model. <laughs> <laughs> Druids aren't, they don't have to know math. Why would you have to know that? Um, you guys continue on for your third hour of travel. No interruption. Um, that feeling that you're getting watched increasing ever so slowly with every step that you take. Can I can I look for like eyes or? Um, yeah, everyone everyone roll me a perception check. Cool. Um, Gorgonzola's thinking about how good Brigid is at this. That even though Smite and I were the ones who were here before, mm -hmm. Brigid seems to be like has some like sense pulling her to her uncle. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. I got. I also rolled an eleven, but a nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Weird how that works for some people. Full scan around. <laughs> you just complimented me. Weird. <laughs> uh, you scan the area. No sign of movement. No sign of anyone watching you. It's just a feeling. Should we dump this body or what? And at this point, by the way, you turn the corner, Zola, and you and Smite both recognize where the battle with Trick took place. You turn around right. and you, literally there's like that small uh, tunnel heading off. This one, similar to those eight by, you know, eight or like, you know, very small kind of tunnels heading deeper. You have found your way back to where you once were. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything you want to do before you guys continue onward? I'm worried that like at this point it might just... Uh 
alert them to our presence. Yeah, it might just be like leaving breadcrumbs, you know? Mm. Maybe we don't deposit breadcrumbs right now. Maybe I just have a corpse in my bag and that's the way I exist for a little bit. We could use it as an intimidation tactic at some point. Yeah, that's a Yeah, but idea. you have his eye and that's even more intimidating. Mm. Is like, it? What's more intimidating, showing someone a dead body fucked up or showing them an eye you plucked from their dead body? Extremely sinister mm. and cool. Mm. Yeah. I think the middle ground here is his head and I go to cut his head off. And then oh. Then <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, I don't know. I think that, that might feed into the whole like uh, uh, breadcrumbs. If there's a big pool of blood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, and also right. it might just make them more aggressive if we're like, here's his... Disen- dismembered body. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. I guess you're right. Okay. Maybe, what? maybe Lord Akion, you just ch- chill in there for a little bit. Limply slides back into the bag, just a, just a ragdoll at this point. If someone tries to take my bag, uh, well, there's more than money in here now. Well, we can be like, there's something very important in there. Let us help it. You take it out, and then we'll pull the body out and throw it before them as a distraction. Good um, plans, yeah. right? <laughs> That'll be the move, I think. So you guys now at this final, you know, this last known place, you all turn. Brigid still leading the way with her produced flame. Smite kind of holding the back with um, his glowing sword. Um, you continue deeper into the Underdark. And as you go forward, things are now immediately unfamiliar. As things become fam- unfamiliar, I'm wondering if we shouldn't... Um... I can work into Silton, and so I'm wondering if we just shouldn't, in, he's a rat right now, send him ahead of us just perpetually, and you and Smite can, like, hold me by the arms and, like, walk me forward, uh, like, drunk person, mm-hmm. and I'll just watch through Silton's eyes, just in case if there is someone, we get 100 feet of head up, of heads up. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a damn good idea. Let's do it. Yeah, I um, kneel down, still in, your mama's special little boy. <laughs> I just absolutely so excited for my bag. <laughs> just gobbling them down, little rat paws. Just it, shoving it takes food. a while. I have to really bribe him first. <laughs> he's so used to getting poofed that he's just like, "You're gonna have to throw something in for me." I this pet time. him with one little finger on the top of his head as he I head do for all animals. Um, and then you guys send Stilton forward, his little cowpied form bouncing out beyond the light, which you guys again could still see him until he goes way beyond your 60 feet of dark vision. Yeah, Um, he's 100 feet ahead of me. 100 feet ahead, okay. So we are going to now be doing survival checks again, but no advantage, flat roll. Uh, Brigitte, if you are leading the pack, you may roll. Um, The DC is now much, much higher. I think we're in like a string, like I'm producing flame and leading and holding Zola's hand, and then Zola probably holding Smite's hand, maybe. Sounds good. If, yeah. they, if they want to. That sounds... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm holding everyone's yeah, hands. we're all just holding hands. We're, like, <laughs> we're all holding hands. <laughs> it's like when you walk by a kindergartner's uh, yeah. out yeah, on a field exactly. trip. Yeah, Everyone's on tied leash. together with a little rope. And, I'm uh, stumbling and making rat noises. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys head down those stairs into the smaller tunnels and begin to head deeper into the rock. Excellent. Oof. Um, that's a survival check? Mm-hmm. Ten. While you guys are walking, why don't we roll a d12? Mm, can I roll this one? Yeah. Yes, you can. Eight. It's how much, um, how many um, snacks I find along the way. Yeah, you look down and suddenly you see eight bags of Frito-Lay. Oh, by Frito-Lay. weird. <laughs> uh, my favorite chip. I can't believe you said Fritos. 
Um, no, Frito Lay is in no, like Fri- Lay's. No, but Frito Lay is the company. Fritos is what I'm referring to. Oh, okay. We're well, talking they about the, Fritos. Yeah, honey, are they Frito. the chili cheese kind or just regular corn? It's chip? a range. Honey BBQ. There's there's three Honey BBQ. <laughs> honey BBQ twists. <laughs> you look up from examining all of these uh, snacks, wondering where did these all come from, and you see a that trap. ahead that the tunnel a box curves, falls on us. and you see that there is warm light coming from up ahead. Still in mm. who is now that far like you guys are like what are these snack bags you now hear like a kind of bing in your head that's basically like i see someone hold on guys i dropped my snacks also i think stilton sees someone <laughs> <laughs> um you ward back into having warded out to look at the snacks mm-hmm. um and you see that stilton is like hiding behind uh some loose rock looking at two humanoid figures, a halfling and a human, and they actually look familiar to you, Zola. They are Aurelian Transit Authority workers, and they seem to be the exact ones that you had promised a, a sum of gold to for returning smite. While you're like warging through, you see that they are inspecting part of the cavern wall. Um, one of them has just pressed their hand onto it, and as they pull away, you see like some slime. Which you remember from the last yeah. time you were here, you touched the walls. The walls and were slimy. Sometimes the walls were slimy. Um, I don't that's like why I that. thought it was a worm. They, I thought I was inside a worm, but I, when I posited that theory, I think that Noah's reaction proved that I'm not inside a worm. Yeah, we might have even had a role for it. Uh, you're not in a worm. Noah I'll seemed right alarmed now. that I thought I was inside a worm. I was like, interesting. <laughs> I gotta be Maybe honest. next time you will be. No, the way you described it, I literally thought that as well. Listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, I said, they're in a worm. You're not in a worm. Um, I mean, God. This tunnel's, <laughs> tunnel's made by worm. Tunnel's made by worm. Um, you through still, and you guys from this distance hear mm-hmm. now f- some voices, but it's difficult to make it out. But thank God you are working through Stillen because he hears. Mm-hmm. This is fucking disgusting. Oh, it smells so bad. I feel like I'm gonna barf. Uh, slime all over the walls. And they said it was all down this section. All down this section. This is nasty, man. Some sort of sewage leak? Maybe. Doesn't seem like sewage, though. Stickier than sewage. It's weird. I don't even see any leaking. As they're having this discussion, give me a perception check through Stilton. And I think you can use... I'll say you can use Stilton stats if that happens to be better than the plus zero that you add to perception. Yeah, he has um, advantage if it is based on um, smell, but it's not based on smell, right? No, this is visual for sure. Okay, Stilton um, has plus zero as well, so we're both, you know, we're... The more that you have your pet, the more you start to look (laughs) like it. Um, 12. 12. Even with the 12, he looks out into the darkness beyond these two. Again, they have like a torch as they're looking at these slimy walls. Mm-hmm. Um, he can just make out two large figures, big, Ooh. nearing around 10 feet tall, Whoa. lurking just out of the light source. They seem to have vulture-like heads um, and feathers that kind of surround it cresting it but their bodies are beetle-like with thick long arms extending out with hooks at the end this is just silhouetting you're saying you can't like see any more details but they seem to be kind of like lurking just out of light of these two figures I warg out of still in um, and say to um, Brigid and Smite there are two ATA workers up ahead they don't seem to be involved with the Omni Malum. I think they might um, just 
have been like sent here on some bizarre work errand i think i can maybe get them out of here um without them getting harmed by the two alarming figures i also see will you oh. give me a second i can try plan a and plan b will b we start sorting around sounds good i love plan b i'll give you i'll give you the benefit <laughs> of the doubt on it are, sh- are we sure that like they they're not in on it in some way you can you know i'll give me an insight check with advantage okay. through still in First one's a 16. Second one's a 12. 16. 16. 100% these two are just on a job right now. Mm. They, it seems like they have, I mean, what the biggest thing you're seeing here with that insight check is there's clearly another entrance into these underground tunnels from another place because obviously you would have seen these guys mm-hmm. if they had come the same way. And they had been da- you'd been traveling for three hours. So, you know, okay. you would, but they are definitely just here. It looks like based on what they're talking about, it seems like they're supposed to be like, looking at this tunnel, inspecting it for some reason. All right. I twist the ring on my hand. Um, I would like to try and remember, um, as I'm transforming into an ATA worker, my, um, from, from the feet up, my Crocs turn into, um, um, Croc Bistro, um, work shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, I slowly start to get an ATA outfit on going up my body. And as I get to my face, I would like to think about if I can remember from any signs in the subway or newspapers I've read, if I can picture like the commissioner of the ATA or like the like chief, like who is like um, someone who was like their boss. Yeah, like not de Blasio, but like the guy in charge the of the MTA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, give me a luck check. Okay. Five. Five. You it's really have, it was a really good idea, though. It was a really, <laughs> really good, good idea. idea. <laughs> to be fair, um, the best thing that you could remember is when you've gone into stations, similar to how the MTA has it, there's mm-hmm. sometimes like, this is the person in charge of this station. Like right. a, so you you remember maybe like a face from uh, yeah. those. Just but... as good, I turn into a white man with a mustache. <laughs> Str- <laughs> strangely similar to the time you changed into a guard off duty, <laughs> you look like that man, but with an Aurelian transit worker. Just as authoritative. Um, um, oh, oh, you, you two. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, who's there? Uh, I, I wave my hand through the darkness, squinting. <laughs> I, you, you two, they're the ones they, they sent you out here, right? This morning? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just doing tunnel inspection, potential, uh, construction here. Yeah. Right, right. Doing a great job, but listen. Need you back at the main station. Big ol' leak. We cleared out everyone. Uh, we're gonna need, uh, oh. you know, the guards to come in and the. Uh, oh my you know, god! The, it's the, always yeah, during my shift. Always, always <laughs> on my fucking shift. I can't believe this shit. Gorgonzola, Gorgonzola just lets them start finishing her <laughs> sentences. Yeah, they're, they're like absolutely like, oh, I bet it's the leak on like fifty seconds. It's that one. Like, it's that one. Off, just going on and on. Oh, I fucking hate this job. You know, so it yeah, you feels just like that. walk back along this corridor, which there's no one else standing there. So you just walk. You just walk right on through and back, and you should just be an empty hallway. <laughs> Realizing I should have told Brigitte and Smite to like hide somewhere. We, <laughs> scooch, we a, like scooch up against the walls. Give me a deception check. Sixteen. You see the two workers look at each other, <sighs> sigh deeply. Well, probably no better than this, anyways. Hey, look. At least you can eat your, you know, your lunches without the smell of whatever. 
This Whatever is gonorrhea. This, this is fucking fungi terrible. Or shit, or oh, what's God. this? Hey, you guys know what this sticky shit is? Nah, I've been trying to figure it the fuck out. It could be like I think it might be sewage, but he's saying that it couldn't be. No, yeah, I don't right? think it's, it's sewage. sewage. There's no tunnels run. The, the pipes don't go through here. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, it's really weird. I, I don't know these. I've been trying to bring it up to the bosses, but, you, you know, they don't really care about this kind of stuff. Mm. They're like, focus on the actual construction. Like, I bet, uh, I bet. Yeah. All right, well, All right, thank fellas. you so much. Yeah, listen, you'll probably be back down here tomorrow, so, you know, don't get too used to it. Yeah. Uh, you coming with or? Uh, no, no. Are you taking I'm over? going or? on ahead. Yeah, I figure I may as well take a look since, uh, you know, they bothered to send you guys down here in the first place. Uh, thank you so much. You All right, they, I'll be a little bit behind you. They pass by you, uh, halfling pats you like on the arm as you go by appreciatively. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's actually my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just, just like really awkward. Um, uh, I need both Brigid and Smite. They're going to roll stealth checks. What'd you get? Yeah, I got a seven. A seven. No. Um, you see the light is approaching from there. You see them walk by Zola. You see the halfling pat her on the um, chest slash arm. Um, and then... Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> really appreciate the work you're doing. Man. And then literally you look and Smite has already hidden himself. He has ducked behind some rocks. He looks up and he goes... And then they see you. Oh, uh... Ma'am, this this place is closed off. You oh, can't I'm be the down inspector. Here. I'm actually from the FDA. I'm coming to take a look at this goo and analyze it in the lab. So, um, no worries. I'm I'm here to help your boss. Have a yep. good have it's a good, good rest. Have a good rest of your day. She's um, she's with us. Yeah, enjoy your lunch. I'm, I'm so hungry as well. We won't be far behind you. Give me a persuasion check. I'll say you have an advantage because of the fact that you are with an ATA <laughs> worker. Wink, wink. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Wait, what is it? What is it? Persuasion. Persuasion. Ten. Ten? Gotta be kidding me. I didn't know the FDA was already on this. And also, I didn't know we had an FDA. That's good to know. Somebody should oh, yeah. be looking at the food and drugs. Oh, no, it's, and actually, it's the financial department of Aurelia. Yeah, so it's oh. not involved with the ATA directly, but rather the financing of the tunnels. Basically, you got to bring the bigwigs down here and make sure uh, that they like. Essentially, we're trying to see God. if it's safe and healthy for things to be down here. Yeah, and thank so, you, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you so oh, much. Don't, okay. don't mention the slime, okay? Okay. God, I don't even want to think of the slime. <laughs> All right, uh, we're heading out. Thank you so much for taking a look at this. Friggin' like wide eyes, uh, stares at really Zola. We really appreciate it. Uh, the two of them continue on deep in the hallway. Zola's appearance melts away. Ugh, blue collar workers. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't take kindly to um, <laughs> women in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you see Smite steps out. I don't know I mean, what that's about because my mom is in charge. I'm and everyone honest, respects her. That def- sounds cool. I definitely think these guys are not fans of the government. They especially they had to be sent down in these tunnels. Um, the three of you are standing there kind of recovering from this moment. Oh, right. There's big beetles. And you see, like, now that the light has continued onward, essentially this is one of those scenarios where, like, Zola, you are now between these creatures and your allies and these two workers who are now like trailing off into the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you turn back, you see that they've gotten much closer. Um, no. They're now within 30 feet. And with your dark vision, you fully see these creatures, these horrid, long beak-like mouths and claws that they now are tapping against the walls and ground. I need everyone to roll initiative. Mm-hmm. 
Jesus Christ. Oh. Give me a break. What'd you roll? Four. I rolled a two. Jesus, guys. It was six. almost a nat 20. Okay. That's The six. 20 is so close to the two. When she dances and teases she me. Dances and You little tease. You, have you flirt. Fate, you flirt. <laughs> uh. I didn't like the way you said tease. And my ears was like, tease. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It was horrible. So, up first are these hooked horrors. Now that they're close enough to be illuminated by the produced flame and light of the sword, which he sheathed, by the way, when the Aurelian transit workers came by, um, you see that they have this kind of dark, purplish, black-colored skin. Their their carapace, like, is a slightly reflective, and they have this long, like, purplish-blue feathered neck with this um, yellowish beak and these kind of yellowish, almost crab-like claws. Oh, scary. Oh, I don't like that. I was picturing them as, like, cute little, like, a metamorphosis like Franz Kafka beetle. Nope, they are horrible. They go <laughs> scream and the two of them rush forward. I also yell. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Down the tunnel. Fuck, I'm not dealing with that as they run <laughs> further away. Um, okay, so up first for the best. is going to be the hooked horrors. No. No. Uh, no, I'm sorry, guys. I know. I'm, I'm in between them and Brigitte and Smite, right? That's right. Essentially, spacing-wise, these guys are moving their 30 feet of movement towards you, and then behind you about 30 feet is where Brigitte and Smite are. Um, cool. Good to know. Um, okay, so up first is these hooked horrors. They bolt forward this horrid clacking sound as they approach, um, and they are they're both within range of you, so they're both going to attack you, Zola. Makes sense. The first one, a 13 and a 16 to hit. Um, I will um, shield against the 16. So the first one goes wide, and you duck under, and then the second brings its claw down onto you, and you... <laughs> Blast the arcane shield. Um, next one's gonna make its two attacks. Oh, I thought. Mm. I see, I see. Yes, double seventeens. Those are both gonna hit because oh, it's um, seventeen my plus. My shield goes. Seventeen oh, gotcha. plus six is twenty-three. Damn. Okay. Yeah, just past it. I um, don't know if you guys know this, but I was recently hit by a train, so I'm not at my hit point <laughs> oh, max. Oh <laughs> no! And we all forgot to take that long short rest. No, it's okay. Promise. I got a little bit of healing after actually, but I'm at I'm at fifty-seven right now. Okay. 57 points of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, absolutely brutal. Now 25 points of damage as the two claws from the second one pinch into your sides. Like You you feel them immediately pierce through your mother's armor. Oh Um, no, my mother's armor. My mother's armor. No. You shout into it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is now Smite's turn. Um, Little help. Little help your gang. Smite is going to run forward, quicken spell, cure wounds at a, a third level, and that is going to give you 3d8 plus 5 HP back. Woo! Um, Can I roll? Uh, he rolled it, I'm sorry. Oh, um, okay. 11. Not great, it's but fine. something. I didn't have a lot of fun doing it, but. Uh, I know. You didn't get to roll it, and it wasn't a lot, so pretty much a punishment <laughs> if we're being honest. Um, and thank you still <laughs> in the beetle's arms. <laughs> I get it, Krusty puts a hand on you. That uh, looks very uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. I'm a little uncomfortable right now. Uh, and then he's going to use his action to actually take a swing on this. Oh, thing. great. Um, ooh. Wow. A healer and a herder. A, healer, a saint and a sinner. A saint and a sinner all in one. But sadly, more, more sins than saints on this moment. He looks to... 
attack this creature and he swings his blade and it <laughs> blocks it with one of its claws. Um, that is his turn. It is now going to be Brigitte's turn. So um, essentially what I want to do is cast Burning Hands at a, um, a third level. So I jump in front of these guys, reach out my hands, 15 feet of scorching, burning fire. Uh, <laughs> you get a nice little, uh, th- like almost like threading as the the flames lick Whoa. at your face. Um, this this absolute like blanket of flame unfurls over them. They roll dex saves. Um, what is your spell 16. save? Sixteen. One of them is going to pass. The other one fails. Great. Um, so that's five d six. Woo! What level is that? Uh, it's a third level. Nice. Five d six. Nice. 5d6 fire damage. Can I get some d6s? I have three right there. That's exactly five, hon. Crazy how you did that. I am a little good at math. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my good god, rolls. baby. Three sixes, two fives. Six, 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 baby. <laughs> so that math is going to be great. 1895. 28? 28. These flames unfurl out of your fingertips, washing over these creatures. One of them, the one that is not currently trying to like attack Zola, manages to kind of like pull its shield forward and take the bl- the brunt of that flame, um, taking 14 damage. But the other one, the one that is holding Zola goes, ah! and just when the flames extinguish, you see what looks like now just a bald bird head. Like you scorched all, <laughs> all the feathers off of this guy's like, ah! Is he still alive? Oh yeah, he's still alive. They're they're looking okay, but that was a hefty amount of damage. Smells like roasted crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then anything, any flammable objects in the area uh, are on fire. Uh, nothing besides your allies. So we'll I just say no one is. <laughs> we'll say no one got on fire. The flames extinguish. These creatures are squawking and and definitely upset by the flames. Um, you can tell. Just off a quick scan, Brigid, with your passive perception, you don't see any sort of those, like, you don't see any of those, the markings that you saw on those warriors that attacked the bar. So these seem to be just beasts that happen to live in these tunnels. Um, And now it is Zola's turn. Sick. Okay. So um, right after I watch Brigid um, shoot out fire and, uh, like, half the tunnel, like, fire, like, scaling, Mm -hmm. like, up racing down the walls, I want to... um, raise my fist where I'm being uh, captured by a beetle right now. I uh, raise my fist and point at the ceiling and um, cast chill touch and on the other half of the tunnel, cracks of ice start to climb down the walls Um, and I want to try and hit the uh, creature who is, um, who just assailed me. Okay. This necrotic ice just just rething the flames as well. First chill touch, baby. Not one. <laughs> Not one. Um, you, as you're su- as you're doing this, um, you like begin to summon this kind of skeletal, spectral, necrotic, chilling hand, and the creature just <laughs> pinches tighter, and you go, Ow! <laughs> and you just, it just sizzles in your hand. I think I, uh, in the my hand just kind of turns kind of chilly, and I'm like focusing on making it look so dope with Brigitte's aesthetics that it just uh, I calculate the 120 feet wrong, and it just travels down the tunnel and then <laughs> stops right like a couple inches from his foot, and I'm like, oh shit! And then I, uh, since I have war magic now, and if I use my action to cast cantrip, I can take an attack. So I realize that that's not gonna work, and I just uh, 
take yeah. my sword where it's at and try and stick it into his stomach. <laughs> Gotta, if it ain't broke, babe. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, study a little ahead of time for school. Yeah, trying different practice. things. Yeah. Practice. Um, 19. 19 definitely hits. On the task, cool. 14 damage. 14 damage on the one that is already looking incredibly hurt. Um, um, and I would like to um, send still into um, nip at the heels of the other one, the one who didn't hit me. All right, kind of giving him disadvantage on his next attack. Yes. Um, that'll affect um, his first attack. Yeah, just one. All right, it is now back to the top. In retaliation of that, the one that is currently trying to just like bear its now scorched beak down upon you, uh, it takes two attacks. My shield is down now, right? That is correct. Okay. Well, it, you might as well have it up because that is a one and a six. So <laughs> you manage to, in using your sword, kind of push it off of you. It stumbles back as it tries to cl uh, claw at you and totally misses. I um, get low. I start doing crab hands. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna. It's, it looks at you like, wait, what? Like, wait, huh? To uh, play that game. Are you? Are you me? What's going on? Do um, you talk? <laughs> that's internal. <laughs> All you hear is. Rah, 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 rah. Do Just... you have a sending stone? Should we exchange numbers? <laughs> uh, one of them looks to be reaching for a rock. Uh, no. um, so the other uh, takes its attacks on Brigid, because Brigid is also now. Actually, yeah, because Brigid got close. Mm -hmm. um, first one is a natural 18 that will hit. The second one is a 17. Does that hit? Okay, you take 27 damage as this one pushes past Zola and goes to pinch onto you. This kind of hook digging deep into your druidic robes, it hurts a lot, if I'm being honest. Um, but these things also look like they were here for food. So it, it, they, <gasps> they, yeah, they, they look like right now that maybe they're gonna be able to get a meal out of this. That's what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. But um, you know that if you can get them low enough, you might be able to scare them away. Okay. Um, that is- Mr. I'll make a meal out of you. <laughs> <laughs> now it is going to be Smite's turn. I figure at this point, we're probably gonna have to take some sort of rest. Um, 100%. 100%. I may need a long rest at some point because I'm gonna go hard now, but hey. Oh, now you want a long rest. You know what? Uh, and he takes a <laughs> swing. That Smite is- Smite needs a nap. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, he, takes, um, he takes a swing and he hits with a natural 17. He's going to burn his last third level spell slot. Oh, oh actually, did I already burn it? Let's see. You know what? He will burn a second level spell slot rather than know a cheat and not know <laughs> to do a divine smite. 23 damage as he raises his blade and there's a blast of radiant light, practically blinding everyone. Um, this one that had been hurting Zola looks desperately hurt now. It is absolutely ble bleeding and scorched. It's just like kind of like horrified, like trying to back up away from you guys. Um, really, really unhappy after that last hit. Um, that is going to be 
now Brigid's turn. Brigid, you see that one of them is definitely in dire straits. The other one is a little hurt. Not he's in dire straits. The band. He's in dire straits. The band. What he's does he wearing play? The, he uh, he plays bass. Uh, and he uh, had, he's so wearing not a t-shirt. Mark, not no, not Mark. No, um, he's <laughs> wearing his shirt. Um, and uh, but, he, but his claws poke through it, and he is trying to attack you still, despite his ally. He's it's really really hard for him to get his hooks into that base. Um, you see down the tunnel a little bit. There's like an oversized base that's clearly been custom made for his hooks. Um, okay, Brigid, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Which uh, which one of these sultans of swing is uh, holding me? Um, n- n- neither is technically holding you, but the one in front of you is the one that's least hurt. The one in front of Zola is the one that's got like no feathers on its head. It's <laughs> it's it's like Daffy Duck. Its beak has been like twisted sideways. <laughs> so sad to see one of nature's beautiful creatures brought so low. My eyes fill with tears and I cast Blight. <laughs> are, you call, are you casting it on the one that's like almost full health or the one that's like on death's door? Almost full health. Okay. Yeah. Um, what kind of save is it? It's a con save. Con save. 16. That is going to pass. Fuck. Just I barely. hate when that happens. I know. The hardest part of being a spellcaster is having mm-hmm. to be like... Okay, well, I guess then Fine. it takes half. So I, I look at this with tears in my eyes, but you gotta die, so. <laughs> 32. Nice. Uh, that's halved already? Uh, that's full dammies. You watch as um, this one. Oh, thank you. This one looks back at uh, you as you as you curse it with this horde blight spell and it goes. And as it does, it looks as if you're dehydrating some meat. It literally oh. like wrinkles a little bit. Its eyes get a little jerky tonight. Dry. It's a circle of life. I will destroy you <laughs> and eat you. It's the circle of life. I will destroy you and eat you. Technically, I feel like we're in their habitat. <laughs> We're predators. This is, you know, it's natural. This is natural. Um, that is going to be your turn, Solo. What's natural is a golden alligator getting them. <laughs> this is a very my particular Lord, kind of habitat. <laughs> I pull a bead of force from my back. Oh, my God. All right. Gorgonzola knows what she's good at. I know what I'm good at. I raise my sword <laughs> over my head um, and try and uh, knock out um, this beetle that I've been... Um, battling it out with um while Brigid is, and Smite are doing all this insane casting I'm just like having it all out mucking in the, in the mud with this beetle very very much this is some this is some Cain and Abel shit of the two of you just bashing each other uh 17 plus 9 that'll hit 13 damage is he dead on death's door okay I, I'm gonna stab him again I'm, I'm just taking the hilt of my sword and trying to cave in his carapace. <laughs> I'm on his back as he's twirling around and I'm banging him upside the shell. He's literally he's tapping these hooks on the walls, like lots of clacking noises as you ride him rodeo style. I, I don't think I hit. I got a 12. A 12 does not hit. This And I kid you not, this creature has like one HP left. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, so it is extremely <laughs> hurt. Look like I'm in a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> um, Like a Looney Tunes cartoon, this creature probably practically balls up and like rolls backwards, taking a disengage action Mm. to try to get out of here. It is so hurt. It is not looking to die over a meal. So sorry, but I don't, did we have um, Stilton's um, 
have any effect on that last attack? Can he maybe give disadvantage on both attacks this time if he didn't? Yeah, for sure. You know what? I, I don't remember if I, I rolled it. I don't think we said So anything. we'll roll disadvantage attacks on the one that is definitely still staying. Because cool. there's two. The one that you just almost He's almost dead, killed. yeah. <laughs> still, still not got this guy. Go to the other guy. <laughs> uh, and then hops away as you wrestle this creature that literally like pill bug rolls up and rolls away. Uh, taking the disengage, it's making uh -huh. its way. Uh, that downtown. is downtown. Making its way downtown. Um, it is now going to be the other one's turn. Uh, who now has disadvantage as it looks like it's about to swing into Brigid. Uh, it suddenly gets a face full of rat. <laughs> just still, it scrambles up its carapace. It's and begins important to, work we're doing here. <laughs> yes. Begins to tie his little rat tail around this thing's beak, trying to like get in its face. Um, first attack against you, Brigid is going to miss. It swings blindly and you duck down. Yeah, I'm still in. <laughs> Second attack, it's a 13. Well, it doesn't hit. Okay. So its second swing goes wild. It is just absolutely in a panic. It probably doesn't even know that its friend has left it at this point. You see it's like... Wow. Uh, and you vaguely, even though you wow. don't speak hook horror, you imagine it's something like, Brad, Brad, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Your friend's leaving you. Um, That is going to be its turn. Uh, Smite briefly looks over to you guys. Are we making jerky this we thing? We try to scare we it away. We probably just go. Okay. Um, he <laughs> he points its blade at this creature and goes, "Get the fuck out of here!" Um, get, and it's gonna just get. use his his whole turn to try and intimidate this creature. Right. Natural sixteen. Oh yeah, sixteen plus eight. Definitely. Oh, yeah. This creature does not speak English, but knows when it is beat. It, it, it tears still in off of its face with one of its hooks and turns around and sees the three of you practically looking down at it, like surrounding it. Brigitte's got flames in her hands. You've got your blade pointed at it. Smite's pointing its blade at its face. And it goes, okay. And just starts backing up, claws in the air, slowly moving back down the tunnel. I throw a bag of Frito-Lays at its face. It snatches it out of the air and scampers off down the tunnel. A meal well earned. That was going to be my next turn if we hadn't killed him by then. I was going to offer them Frito-Lays. I love this game. I love this game so much. Uh, you guys are out of combat. It looks like these creatures are fleeing in the distance and... Um, those ATA workers are now long gone after hearing you guys get into some sort of crazy ass fight. Uh, those two guys definitely would have died. They, <laughs> they just ditched. <laughs> I, I, I fully agree, Zola. They looked like they were made of paper. These things would have torn them apart. 100%. One hit from on both of you looked like it was really, really hurting, and you guys are exceptional. Yeah, I'm, I'm hurt right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, same. Do we want to take uh, maybe? I mean, maybe we could just take a short rest. Uh, eventually, we might need to take a long one, but a short rest is perfectly fine for me. What about I you? would get back everything. I everything on a short rest. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. find somewhere. Maybe let's not just sit down in the middle of the tunnel where these workers and this bug were. All right. Why don't we do, uh, everyone give me a survival check to see if we can find a good spot to kind of peel off of. Well, you find do... like an offshoot. Yeah, there or has been a Or maybe somewhere pockets. where I feel like less watched, maybe. Mm, okay. 14. 23. Both of you um, end up finding some pockets of space kind of like off from the main tunnel. Um, you do find leading away another tunnel that leads deeper, which you maybe are like, okay, this is perhaps the next direction we have right. to go. Um, but you guys find a little offset to go there. You 100% still feel watched. Yeah. yeah okay. That feeling does not I go real I look at you guys with like the like look on my face and I just really 
like delicately but noisily open a bag of Frito Lays. Like I'm in a movie theater and I'm trying to do it as sorry. long as, as like so quietly as possible, but because I'm doing it so slowly, it's actually much more disruptive than anything than like a quick rip off of a band aid would be. Smite is like has like the hand up like wincing like. Ah, oh, you know what? Can I have one of those, actually? Yeah. Uh, he does the same exact thing. The two of you slowly but surely <laughs> open. just start loudly crunching. <laughs> I'm just staring at you both, like... What? 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 Just open two open bags in your face? I've never... Contains what is... milk, wheat, soy, corn. <laughs> I am allergic to corn. these products don't even exist, I think? I knew can't eat corn. I am allergic to corn. Why does this have whey in it? <laughs> my question is where's the milk where's go the where's, where's the, the milk, milk go? where's the milk go <laughs> um you guys are munching down you guys can all mark off a short rest you can roll however many hit die you want to roll um, cool. <laughs> smite is actually at full health he doesn't necessarily get anything back but this will definitely be good to have at least one of you or both of you at full and one of you with most of your abilities back you guys you know after after a quick just Refuel, you get up and you head down that new tunnel that you have found, heading deeper into the rock. Um, the produced flame cantrip guiding the way, illuminating the gold kind of gold brown stone of the Maramai Mountains you're digging deeper into. Um, let us roll another survival check. Me? Uh, yes, Brigid, since you're leading the way with mm-hmm. your produced flame, um, well, they take up the similar order once again Smite in the back, uh, Zola in the middle. 15. 15. That's one success you continue on without incident for another hour heading deeper and deeper and deeper into the rock it seems as you're getting lower that pressure is kind of building in your inner ear you're clearly getting very deep underground now are the Um, walls still sticky um yeah you go up and touch this wall you press in happens to be dry it's strange. It seems almost inconsistent. If you wanted to, you can keep checking that to see when it happens. Yeah, I think but... I'm honestly just going to keep walking and trailing my hand along the wall. Gorgonzola's like race mind is racing. Like, what does this mean? Okay. Is this connected to this feeling? Like, I still feel watched, but the walls are dry. A hundred percent. Okay. Can I, like, touch the gooiness and do, like, a nature check? Next time it comes up, yes, 100%. Currently, just in this section, as you're walking through, it's been been dry. Okay. Um, Why don't we roll another survival check as we reach the end of that first hour? 22. 22. Another successful check. You continue going deeper and deeper. Occasionally, you guys have to, like, make judgment calls because they're just all these different tunnels like connecting and mm-hmm. varying in size. We play rock, paper, scissors to decide which way we're going to go down tunnel. And Gorgonzola <laughs> always chooses rock. <laughs> and Smite also always chooses rock. So Character flaw. Brigitte keeps on successfully winning, winning having realized what everyone's doing. Um, and you guys keep heading deep. I love this new game. Let's keep playing. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. Clearly he's a little upset that he somehow keeps losing. I don't know why everyone knows what to play. Um, you guys head deeper and deeper. Give me another survival check. Go, Brigitte. I wonder what would Go happen if we it. weren't surviving. <laughs> right? We're doing really well. Oh, well. Like, I'm sure we'll find out now. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, that's a 10. A 10. Mm. Um, as you're going along, by the way, unrelated to rolling a 10, just in your journey of those few hours, there has been a few moments where you have touched the wall and it is suddenly weirdly slimy. Brigid, um, come check this out. You know any kind of animal that makes like any kind of good or any kind of 
spell, maybe? Can I think about if I have seen any of my spells produce waste? Give me an arcana check, and okay. then you, Brigid, can Are give me a nature check. Are these sustainable? How much waste am I producing every time I cast shield? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. That's a nature check? Mm-hmm. A five. A five? You've never encountered a... I mean, you've encountered a lot of slimes in your times, but not this slime, certainly. This is definitely different. And I wonder if we shouldn't be getting it ourselves. Maybe it's. Maybe I like gave it my DNA. And with the 20 Arcana check, mm-hmm. none of your spells have produced any sort of waste whatsoever, which in and of itself is interesting as a scientific concept, but yeah. it's definitely not. A, this isn't like someone cast a, some sort of spell that left over slime. It's like a clone thing or something. But if, I wanted, if I wanted to do like a check like to identify something, could I do that? Give me a history check. Because I think it's like a scrying slime. That's what I think, too. But when I felt I we felt watched when it was dry. Mm. True. But, I mean, you may as well, um, you know, think think back and see if yeah. you've ever seen anything like this with a little history check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, not, why not? Why not? We're here. History. That's a ten. A ten. You have never encountered a creature that seems to match up with all of the weird conditions you guys are encountering right now. Like, between the slime being sometimes there, not being there. As you're touching it also, it's not like you're finding a... It's not like a snail where you're like, oh, it's a track. We can follow it. It's Mm -hmm. like, this patch of wall happens to be slimy. It's all over. It's just a weird kind of happenstance. I um, would like to abuse my um, character background and I'm going to say Gorgonzola just as we're walking and I'm following Brigid and we're talking about the slime. um, I'd like to be thinking about where um, or what avenue I could pursue to learn about this because when I attempt to learn or recall a piece of information if I can't obtain it um, at that moment I know where and from whom I can obtain it you can rule that the knowledge is secreted away in an inaccessible place or that it simply cannot be found Um, but if I if this is something that like I could be able to pursue like a library university a sage a learned person a scriptorium um, it might be something that I have a clue about like oh maybe we could talk to this person or I could read this book. I would say that most likely you'd be able to find out more if at the erudite study. Like I, okay. I feel like Zola would feel this and be like, if there's one place in the world where they're gonna have information about the weird conditions we're facing down here in the Underdark, it's gonna be the greatest library in all of Emeralia. I'm not even full time yet, and I already have homework. <laughs> so much to do. You really, you, the list is only getting longer. Really. <laughs> um, so. With that, can someone roll a d10? I love to roll d10s. Love the d10. Okay, d12. Three. Three. We find three more bags of Frito-Lay. <laughs> As you're walking along through the tunnels below Aurelia, you go for about another half an hour. This is like just after you guys had done pause to kind of inspect some slime. Um, you're oh. As we're going, can I resume Stilton's um The warging lookout? trick? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You warg back into Stilton. Stilton, um, now 100 feet ahead of you. You guys are guiding Zola arm in arm. <laughs> just like three <laughs> best friends, just hooked arms. I'm grapevining, stumbling over my feet. <laughs> just helping that intoxicated friend home from the bar. Um, we're you guys, all just helping each other home, guys. Exactly. Uh, you guys head deep into these tunnels, continuing further. Um, you turn the corner and through Stilton's eyes, 
nothing is nothing is jumping out at him um you continue on between you and stilton uh you suddenly see just like off the main path between some of like of the rock piles and stalactites a bobblehead of emperor autocorelius appears and falls to the ground and immediately once it hits it goes we are golden um no um after that happens you guys sit and like everyone freezes smite literally like stops in place but nothing happens um i um as soon as i hear this thing make noise just want to um pick up like a rock at my feet and like chuck it at it and try and just smash it okay i roll an attack nine nine hits this object um it hits it and immediately cracks into it you hear a as it kind of loses power breaking but no sort of other reaction no creature jumps out nothing else Mm. do i hear anything from further down the tunnel give me a perception check okay um Stilton, I would like Stilton to try and sniff out any kind of human yeah. or humanoid. Any sort of creatures. Yeah, anything besides damp and moldy. It's 11. 11. 11. Sniffs the air. Signals back. All clear. Nothing at least stinks any different. Did it appear out of thin air or did it drop from the ceiling? It literally appeared out of thin air. As if... Reality tore open briefly, and this bobblehead appeared and fell to the ground. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm messaging. Mm -hmm. Um, Brigid and Smyrna. Either uh, a humanoid was holding that, and they dropped it, or some sort of insane portal situation just happened on accident, because I can't imagine who would do that on purpose. Mm -hmm. I had a theory that the slime was potentially a portal. And then I also have a theory that the eyes watching us are an invisible person. Oh, I definitely think the eye is watching us. Smite think... s- swings out <laughs> just rapidly. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely a feature of the Omni Malum is having a watchful eye over all that goes on. Um, um, can I try and touch the space in the universe where it came out of like wave my hand around see if i feel any like heat or like electricity like my magic Mm -hmm. you wave your hand around nothing smite um you see he goes tries to use a divine sense i'm not getting anything nothing nothing different i guess the only thing we can really do is walk forward but this is really creepy smite even even despite the fact that he tries to keep a pretty strong resolve, you can tell he's unnerved by this. Yeah. Um, he, he's not wearing his mask right now. So you can see there's a definite look of concern as he studies this object that has fallen. He looks around one last time. I'm so uh, unsettled by this little bobblehead. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bury it. Let's do it. Um, he uses his uh, sword to begin to digging into the rock. I straight up crush it under my heel. Mm-hmm. I don't even want it to exist anymore. Yeah, and then I want to. I still want to put it in the ground and bury it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, it's you just a regular bobblehead. What's it made out of? It is made like out porcelain? of the same. Yeah, it's porcelain basically. It's same, made of the same material as. It's identical to the one, the one that I you got. guys have purchased. Yeah. Is there um, in the space that it fell from? Is there any of the goo around it? You touch the walls. Dry. These things could be connected. They could not be. Mm-hmm. It's right now the only thing that is consistent. Something is watching you still, yeah. from all directions. Can I, when I bury the bo- the crushed bobblehead, 
can sentence I, we love to hear in D&D. <laughs> can I uh, plant a bean with it? Yes, you can. Uh, are you going to water said bean? What the fuck? I've been eating Fritos. You have beans? <laughs> These aren't the kind of beans you want to eat, oh. especially because humans are 75% water. I want to eat all beans. That makes sense. Beans are really good. The musical fruit. Uh, are you watering this? I slap my Fuck, jeez. Just kidding. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> Barley makes great chili. <laughs> you think I could, like, she might want to know about these for the We're all just, recipe. like, very uncomfortable and unsettled, so we're making stupid jokes. Um, is, um, are you my watering joke wasn't the stupid? What do you say? Yeah, seriously, I don't understand why you would come at us like that. Um, are you uh, watering or doing anything to this bean? Of course I water that bean. Okay, roll a D100. It's two die. You're, D100 means D100 you roll the one with D100 and the D10. Oh. Yeah, because one decides the 10's place, one decides the 1's. So the D100 is a 20? And then roll a D10. <laughs> 25. I just am doing it kind of as like a, a booby trap. Mm-hmm. Like whoever, whoever sent this stupid bobblehead, like, well, I got one for you. Here's a booby trap. And... As if she's watering beans. As if somehow this magic item has some sort of sense of poetry. You watch as an. You watch as from the ground where you planted this bean. This, these beans, by the way, they were given to you a long time ago on one of your adventures. Uh, basically a promise that they would be just a little fun. Uh, they could come in handy someday. Um, and as you water it, you think that you, you focus on that and you hope that it will some, you know, act as some sort of trickery to those who may if trace you. trying to intimidate us, I'm trying to intimidate them back. And you watch as a stone statue rises from the stone ground that looks exactly like you. As it rises, uh, it like moves a little bit, flexes out. What the fuck? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm, um, I was born here. This is my home. You should fucking leave. Cool. See you later. Bye. Bye. I don't like you. I, you know what? Where are you guys headed? I'm going to tell on you. Frigid, um, your beans are being weird. I am not being weird. I am a totally normal statue. Every statue talks and acts like this. This is really unsettling. Do you need something? You're being really combative. Oh, I'm being combative. Okay. Um, I just think for that everyone. You did great. This would be very intimidating to someone who walks right. down here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to harass pretty much everyone I see. But just so you know, if I find out where you're going, I'm going to send them your way. Oh, my God. I'm reading don't. this right now. Fuck What's you. your motive? My motive is. What do you get from it? I don't know. What do you get? Uh, what do I get? What do you get? Uh, a good time. A real good time for oh. me. <laughs> A real good time for me. So it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You planted a bean and a, and a woman sprouted from it. And she's I'm yelling going, at You know us. what? You Listen, grew this woman? I'm going to, um, I'm going to the office of Dean Flay Chantreth. No. <laughs> no. Look. Don't say that. Um, I go to school there. I don't even know Listen, that person, actually. That's not fair. I'm going to know wherever you go. So, um... Have fun on your little journey. I'm going to kill this thing right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> take some swings on it. This uh, backfired really bad. I got to kill it. <laughs> you know, sometimes you plant something and it grows and it's not what you like. I'm so confused what's happening. <laughs> For anyone who is wondering what is happening and you're listening, 
Ashley has planted one of the beans from the bag of beans, uh, and a 25 on this table causes an animate, immobile statue in your likeness to rise. It makes verbal threats against you. Uh, if you leave it and others come near, it describes you as the most heinous of villains and dis- directs newcomers to find and attack you. If you are in the same plane of existence as the statue, it knows where you are. Yeah. That's so funny. The statue becomes inanimate in 24 hours. Brigid, I don't think that I can t- use my sword against this likeness no, of you. No, fully kill this thing. Fully kill it. Or <laughs> or else, like, out of game, like, can we convince it to lie for us listen like, you know what why can i reason with the statue you know what the item it declares that it's hostile towards you yeah i'm gonna say that it's more interesting for it to do whatever the hell it wants so yeah what do you say to the statue to try and change its mind it's literally just like you guys you give me such attitude you came through my tunnel i was hey, just born i'm gonna leave my rat here to slowly nibble away all of your hit points unless you chill the fuck out <laughs> Uh, gross. It's gonna be really slow. I'm gonna put a bucket on your chest and still it in the bucket. Yeah, medieval style. Big medieval vibes. Um, (laughs) give me an intimidation check with advantage because you have Brigid behind you who's like. And I've got still in. (laughs) Just sitting on your shoulder. 16. 16. This statue is completely immobile. It can't actually go anywhere. <laughs> it can't move. Um, it's We're just standing just beyond reach. <laughs> and you're, and it's, it's like just shit talking you, but it really, it's only its arms are moving. If you tell anyone where we're going, then this rat will come and devour you. He's just going to stay here. He's just going to stay here and slowly nibble away at you until you die. When I was born, like 10 seconds ago, life seemed so much more straightforward. All I had to do was get like mad at you and like tell people that you're heinous and that I should like, that they're a villain and they Mm -hmm, should go after mm -hmm. you. Yeah, it's really easy to be negative, right? Yeah. It's a lot harder to shine a light. You see the statue. Statue Brigitte. Takes a long beat and (laughs) ponders. I had a really bad attitude when I was born. And I think I was acting from a place of ignorance. And I want to. has her head in her I want to make a formal apology. I'm so sorry for everyone that I hurt. You all may go. I promise I won't shit talk you anymore. You can't tell anyone where we're going. Fine, fine. In fact, you—if they do know who we are—you should tell them that we went the other way. Mm, okay, fine. <laughs> You're so annoying. I really like. I'm feeling I should kill this statue. Um, like I um, should destroy it. Maybe we just leave Stilton here, and then if we won't have Stilton, well, maybe just for a little bit. <laughs> Look, if you guys want, we can fucking just tear down this statue, or we can just try and get where we're going as let's fast just, as possible. Let's just topple it like like a right-wing insurrectionist. Yes, absolutely. Let's let's January 6th this bitch. I cannot believe the references that are being made right now. So many other opportunities. <laughs> Statues have been torn down us. in so many ways. Like a memorial that should be torn down, you tear down this oh, memorial. Yeah. Yes, yeah. there were lots okay. of statues removed. You went immediately straight for the alt-right insurrection. Um, yes. Sorry, no. I was saying <laughs> we should tear this down like we would tear down a statue oh, of an oven. old 
right wing. God. Not not the specific Capitol Hill January 6th right wing <laughs> insurrectionist. That was what, that was what I, I was saying like Robert Robert E. Lee was a right wing insurrectionist. A hundred percent. And so mm. just like that, you guys take your swords <laughs> and action at the knees. I was doing the bad thing. <laughs> so let's go with that. Let's go with what you said. Let's just destroy this likeness of me, myself, and I'll just go have a mental breakdown. You guys bash uh, the knees out from this <laughs> statue until it falls face down. You guys are, like, so mean. Listen. We can't trust a thing you say. Yeah. Fine. Can't. I won't deny it. I was fully created to be up in your ass. Yeah, I you were you were it. lying before. I knew it. I felt it. I'm sorry. I'm not, though, but I am. But I'm not. Kill it. You She's problematic. <laughs> She's a problem. She's as writing a no-tap apology as she goes down on, on my sending stone. As you guys are smashing her, she's desperately scrawling out an apology to everyone she's ever insulted. Anyone who knows me, all my loved ones in my family know who I they am. They know that I am not like in this normally. Heart Is she wearing a baseball hat that says daddy on it? Uh, she is if uh, if you want Brigitte. No, okay. Yes, she is, she is fully wearing Brigitte, that. where did you get that baseball hat? What are you talking about? Brigitte hides the baseball hat and says daddy <laughs> on it. She puts she opens the bag and puts it on top of Lord Achillian's head. <laughs> Cannon. Lord Achillian's Lord wearing, Lord a, daddy wearing a daddy now. baseball cap. Then we're going to say that you picked up when you guys were in the Bullion Bazaar way yeah. back when. Um, so, yeah, you guys continue on away from this very, very strange Sorry about encounter. that, guys. I, I thought that I, uh, I don't know what I was This thinking. was a fun way to spend 10 minutes. I don't actually mind it. Yeah, Brigitte, if I'm being honest, I think that it really, it doesn't happen like this every time, right? No. Okay, so then, yeah, it was a fine idea. You didn't know Unless I roll a 25. Keep planting beans. (laughs) Honestly, keep planting beans. Yeah, look at me when I say this. More beans. Yeah, way more beans. More beans. Got it? Okay. Okay. I have like tears welling up in my eyes. I just, I really just want to get up your beans. I really just want to get to my uncle, and I'm like, oh, so overwhelmed. <laughs> I sense this, and I'm, I'm power walking. Yes, I'm hustling. You guys pick up the pace. Come Let's on, roll gang! Another survival check. No more statues. No more beetles. No more bobbleheads. The um, bees. Statues and beetles and bobbleheads. Oh, oh my! Twenty six. You guys go for another hour undetected. How long have we been walking? You guys have been like on your travel day. for half a day at this point. And and it's to be fair, it's not like you're heading directly down the entire time. There's lots of times where you're like, we are on a flat level. We're having to make decisions. We might occasionally be looping through similar tunnels. But it is taking a very long time. And it definitely brings back memories of when you had to go deep below Paddlewick. I mean, it makes sense that they would have some kind of portal because how could they efficiently run a, a secret organization somewhere it takes half a day to reach underground? Like, they have to have a portal. That has to be what the bobblehead was. Yeah. But why do they have... Well, to and be fair, I mean, they could just know how to navigate these things. We're, we're doing a good job, but we also have never been this deep in here, you know what I mean? That's true, but it's it seems like it's and there like are miles and miles down here. Think about Lord Achillian like coming to find me. It's like he's gonna like hike out of tunnels. For I mean, I guess maybe they have maybe they have a direct route. Maybe we're just wandering around like ass backwards right now, but it doesn't feel like that. Brigitte no. thinks about that and thinks about the last time she saw one of the bobbleheads and that was in the Bullion Bazaar when we were outside of Marfin's, right? When you were yes. teaching me about, oh, there's a secret portal that goes from here to there. Maybe, maybe that was Marfin. Maybe it was a sim- Maybe it was a signal. Just a thought. Maybe I could be wrong, 
but he said that he was going to um check has, your sending stone yeah he has my number i don't know why he would do that it's the weird thing about the sending stones that happens in your brain yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's you like you can't check your service bars down here <laughs> i check my service bars marfin down here. marfin sends a bobblehead because he can't get a hold of you i mean maybe <laughs> the bars are low but you still have service okay i still have service i don't know it, it was just my thought you when you said it was outside of his i was like maybe he sent it like Maybe there's something crazy going down. Mm. I but. just think that's like where they're gonna plan this like insurrection. <laughs> it is definitely yeah. whatever is going down with this announcement, with all these people going missing. Mm. I mean, it's it's definitely all connected to. Maybe they're planning on this moment to like f- r- rush like the army through there Maybe to attack they were people. Testing. Maybe it was a test. Maybe it was a test. But then why wasn't anyone here to receive the test? Maybe they just have to know that it that it goes through and disappears. Maybe that's all they need to know. Or maybe because they're watching this place, maybe mm. they did know. Mm. Maybe there was someone there to see the test. Can I do a perception check to see if there's an invisible human being or an invisible thing or person or Give me a perception creature? Check. Yeah, can we, like, walk as quietly down the corridor as possible and see if we hear footsteps behind us? Give me a stealth check also. Okay. If you, if you, I mean, slowly as I yeah, assume yeah. stealthily. So that's a perception for me. Mm-hmm. 11 stealth. I'm more just trying to walk lightly like a marching band person, like rolling my feet so that my feet don't make noise. But I guess that is stealth, so mm-hmm. you're right. <laughs> 25. 25? Nothing is around you guys. Absolutely nothing. You hear no sounds. And you walk slower. Like uh, even, even though you're not necessarily the most stealthiest yet, right. Zola, you're walking slower. It's still softer so footsteps. What's you don't shard hear doing? anything different. You you can check out the shard. The shard seems, as you look at it, still that kind mm, of sickly. I think sickly... I just touch it in my pocket. I'm like afraid to pull it out here. Mm. I just patted it in my pocket. I just maybe it's Limburger. Limburger. Mm. I don't know. He's a little more. Um, he's not very subtle. Mm. He's kind of desperate. I can be subtle. You don't know that. <laughs> you ignore the voice in your head. Stop Wait, that. are you telling me to? Sh- no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I could be, oh, yeah, be quieter. Yeah, I totally. I'm so sorry. I smack I... my own ass with the shardest. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She's I'll a add that buzz down. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, this is everyone takes a moment to kind of reassess the situation. We just keep stopping and being like, "Wait, but what the fuck what the was fuck that?" What the fuck is that? And you begin to think to yourself, if there was some sort of portal magic, if there was some sort of message being sent, right now there's no way for us to confirm that. Yeah. Like these kind of theories, like the in terms of in terms like I'm of watching reality, an episode of Lost. It, it, I, I would say, yeah, actually, this it, very much in line with that. These incidents seem to be. You're like, well, this isn't happening where we were. So something is clearly, as we're going deeper, things are getting weird. Mm -hmm. But that being said, how the hell are these things connected? Are they connected or is there some like multiple things going on? Right. So you guys continue on these kind of mulling these thoughts over in your head. Um, Give me another survival check. 16. Okay. I need you to roll a d10 for me. I love to roll dice. We love to roll. Three again. Three. Another bobble. (laughs) (laughs) You're walking along for quite a bit of time. Turn the corner. As you do, you see suddenly a book appears in the air and tumbles to the Can I grab it out of the air? Yeah, you you snag it. As soon as you see it, quick reflex, his hand grabs out and you catch it. You look at it. How to 
train your alehouse drake. Just looks to be some sort of book. Barley? Maybe? Is there a bobblehead inside the drunken drake? Mm. Definitely no. not. No. <laughs> I, I have one, but I think it's still in my bag. Yeah. Um, hmm. Or is it? I check. You check? It is in there, for sure. Okay. This, you know... It's getting kind of crushed at the bottom. I'm like, Quint is going to get it with a few pieces snapped off. Yeah, you see that the, the ear on it has been fully chipped <laughs> off, and the, the face has like kind of like an indent into the porcelain. <laughs> um, yeah, this this just seems to be a, a, like a random book. I uh, hold up the book. Hello? Whose book? Voice echoes. No response. Uh, you look, and as you raise it in the air, you see underneath it, it says, Property of the University of Aurelius. So it's not Barley's book, but this yes. book has clearly just appeared from there here. Or it or suddenly... Or someone had it out. Or, yeah, like, if the two running theories are these things are just literally appearing in space, and someone accidentally is, like, near us and dropping it, it's either they held this book, or this book just... Ah, can I open up the cover and see if there's a loan card in it, um, as there tend to be in library books? You open it up, um, and you look inside. There is indeed a loan card. Uh, you look at the date. It says Larry Dilbert, but it's an ad- it's a date from last year. From a while ago. Yeah, it seems oh, like it's so like this a... Came... This just book hasn't been checked out in a while. This came from the library. Mm. Oh, this gives me Bad terrible feelings. All right. Um, there would definitely be a bobblehead at the university. 100%. Although it is kind of tacky um, yeah, I for mean, their um, decoration. You weren't in the erudite study, but at least in your travels there, the only sort of merch you saw was in the bookstore. Like, book and, it, and it wasn't like bobbleheads. It was like, right. you know, ticker tags of like the university and, yeah. and like foam fingers and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe these are... I don't even want to say it out loud. Swallows. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Smite mumbles, vampire. And then <laughs> I goes, wait, never mind, never mind. <laughs> say it. Vampire. <laughs> Twilight fans, get in the comments. Oh, uh, I'm, in. I'm in. I'm in the comments. Lisa's taking up all the comments. <laughs> I'm typing. Um, so, yeah, Can you guys... I... Okay, here's the thing, y'all. I know we stopped and we had a short rest already, but I could sit right here and try and detect magic if we want to do it. It'll take me ten minutes. Let's do it. Let's do it. I sit down right under where the book fell, and I try and just, like, um, paint, like, a web of, you know, green art arconic signage like throughout the air of the tunnel where painting sigils in the air tracing on the ground with chalk you summon forth this awareness of magic you close your eyes and when you open them there is a strange kind of feeling here it's not as specific as like oh some sort of teleportation spell was used here I smell conjuring magic on the air you smell and this is, honestly, actually, give me an Arcana check. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. You smell something that you've never, never been able to smell alone before. It's almost like a like if scents have multiple kind of levels to them. This is the one that's been waiting in the background every time that you've smelled or done any sort of detect magic abilities. Right. 
it is almost like raw magic. You're sniffing the air, and it, it does seem to, you know, you do get a little sense from your shard that it's actually kind of similar to that magic. You do smell a little light necromancy on it as well. But this, this seems to be as if the fabric of reality around you is getting like subtly manipulated. It's not like there's a spell active. It's yeah. not like you sense any specific school aside right. from necromancy coming from the shard. Yeah. It it's almost as if the shard is react like doing something, but you for sure know it is not surging. Yeah. This isn't I don't know if this is someone casting. I think this might be like a feature of space or an event or some kind of effect that's on someone. I don't think that this is someone casting a spell. Mm-hmm. I think some kind of space is volatile right now. Whoa, that's... God damn, that was well said. Fuck. (laughs) Brigid thinks about the first time that she... (laughs) Brigid thinks about the first time that she saw Zola do magic, which was really surprising to her. Mm. And after she hears Zola say that, she thinks to herself that maybe it's just Zola Mm -hmm. or something inside of Zola. Give me uh, an insight. Or so I was feeling long cracks in the wall. Mm, <laughs> perhaps it's one of these. Smack, smack, smack. Where is My the rip? eyes narrow once again. <laughs> Where is the rip in space and time? It's all What am I doing? Insight or arcana. I also had that thought, but Gorgonzola is not self-aware enough to have that thought. Mm. <laughs> I'll say with your detect magic, you didn't necessarily sense it coming from you. You okay. definitely got the, it feels like it's... Something yeah. in the air. Could be me in the future. Could be in the future. So 22. 22. You you kind of watch Zola as she's kind of mulling through this, casting detect magic, you know, inspecting the area, trying to find any sort of sing, like signal or symbol or anything. And it strikes you, this is not coming from Zola. It, it definitely seems like whatever is at play here has to do with the environment and area that you are in. Just based on your experience with magic, with magical effects, with, you know, just being in environments, this seems to be almost like something, someone, or the area itself is warbling with, like, an ability that is unsettled in its nature. Like, as if reality hasn't decided. presence or something. Maybe, I mean, it keeps happening. Maybe the best method of investigation is for us to just try and trigger it again yeah so we think let's just walk forward more or did we do anything prior he swings his blade random like don't i do this before (laughs) (laughs) um the book the book doesn't say anything interesting does it it's just skimming through it skim through it seems to be an incredibly well-written manuscript about how to train um like drakes of sorts Mm -hmm. usually ranging from alehouse drakes like the one barley has Mm -hmm. to familiars to kind of the more domesticated draconic beings i got nothing guys let's keep moving all right roll another survival check it's a 10 roll another d10 i really want to roll another three part of me is thinking that like yes we're passing all these survival checks but maybe we're walking past clues yeah i'll say out of game that just because I don't want there to be any more any confusion about it. 
your survival checks are successfully navigating you to where you want to go. So it's you not like are, we're like losing out not like passing. Yes. What really is happening is that you guys, even though you are able to detect your way, mm -hmm. you're still, you've never been here before. We're just avoiding These encounters. are vast. Yes. You're, literally when you succeed, it means you just happen to not pass by something. That's three. Oh, I swear to God. My God. That's three threes in a row. Yes. Did I not just say I really want to roll another three? Yeah. Ooh, okay. thank you, you, universe. You, you, that was poetry is in motion, <laughs> my friends. Three threes, baby. Uh, three threes. Um, you guys continue on for a bit, heading deeper into the rock. And once again, appearing from the air, you watch um, an Aurelian beef patty plop to the ground. Tebediah. It's. I knew he was behind this. Goddamn. Wait, I thought he was trustworthy. It's, it's from the Boolean Bazaar. There, there's yeah. like some kind of pathway that leads from there. It's like well, no, but also the the book was from the erudites. The book was from the library, from the university. It's places I've been. Oh, I've been to this beef patty stall. I purchased one of these. Have I been to the library? Not yet. Nope. Not yet. I thought you did go to the library. No, I almost did, and then um, I was intercepted. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, by, got the head, by the headmistress. The headmistress was but like, been, hey. But I've been to the campus. Yes. And also, this is Larry Dilbert's book, and I've been where Larry Dilbert is. It's so strange. Is the beef patty um, fresh? Uh, you touch it. Is it hot? Uh, is it off the griddle? No. It's, no? it's lukewarm. I it's eat normal it. normal temperature. You eat it? Tastes... As good as the ones you had. Give don't... me a bite. <laughs> yeah, I, split hey, it, I, spl that. I split it in three. I split it in two quarters. Give still in, yeah, okay. <laughs> Each one of you, you take a quick, like, two-minute break. Just scarf <laughs> down some Aurelian beef Should pad. we have eaten that? <laughs> I, have, I have nervous eating. <laughs> I put things in my mouth when I'm a little nervous. Um, yeah, you yeah I agree it. with that. I think that that's, like, that, can, that, it, um, that confirms I'm so alarmed right now. I can I um can I pull out my um sending stone? Yes, you pull out your sending stone. Um Marfin. Okay, I'm dialing Marfin's number. All good up top? Not sending anything, are you? Uh you said we're we think we're below like the worship district now, right? Deep below worship, familiar objects appearing. Not conjuration. Close to moss now. Any idea about appearances? Uh, there's a brief pause, uh, and then you get a call back. I'm also also going to roll. Uh, it's cocked, but it's a nat 20. And that's a two. Fuck. <laughs> um, let me just... Nothing weird up here. Checked in on moss seems to be on the move walking through a hallway he's got one more it's, word now he can infinitely cast the spell. <laughs> give me my word we're counting <laughs> hmm he says this is his last word um and then you get another call you're an asshole you get another call i'll do some research randomly appearing objects any other strange things you guys are encountering Anything consistent? I hang up and call him back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hang up on his voicemail. <laughs> I'll do some... Re <laughs> Just cut yes, objects. A bobblehead, a book from 
the library and the goo and the most fucking delicious mouth watering crispy mouth watering's hyphenated you get another okay. word flaky <laughs> pastry you've ever put in your mouth perfect <laughs> You son of a bitch. Gordon's and a Aurelian beef patty. I, I call again and I say, also, sometimes there's goo. <laughs> okay. <Brigitte's> like, <laughs> Either you're Not handling drunk it. calling the store or something horrible has happened. I'll do some research. Call you... Very soon. <laughs> Great. I pocket my phone. Uh, you pocket your phone. He... I'm so sorry. It was just I couldn't Too not. funny. Absolutely. <laughs> the most mouth-watering, flaky, crunchy, savory, spicy. Oh, my God. I'm just hungry. Okay. Um, you guys. I'm sweating. You guys are too much. Uh, why don't we sorry. roll another survival check? Great. I'll roll another three. 17. 17? Mm-hmm. I need you to roll a d10. Come on. One. But I'm curious what the other things are. Yeah. Roll I a d4 so for many me. many things. Oh, what? More dice. One. You guys are deep below the city now. At this point, you no longer, and for a while it's been like this, but you're no longer feeling the rumbles of the rail. You're no longer getting any sort of signs that like you're even near a city at this point you're beginning to wonder are we going to just end up living down here <laughs> um and i'm always underground you just always end up underground <laughs> and you, the last like 2 weeks of my life were say i don't know 40 episodes of audio content at least 8 to 10 of them would be underground yeah statistically it or seems underwater, like water subterranean or underwater. if you were like listening to this adventure of sorts you would gather it seems like maybe 40% of what you're dealing with is just below surface. Yeah, if if you if, were if you uh, were doing something like that. If you were, would you ever be interested in perhaps like you know, paying a little more $5 for more a month? 5 maybe. bucks a month just for, for a little extra content. Forget <laughs> is so fucking <laughs> so confused. confused. Smite takes 10 psychic damage <laughs> as he tries to plug something he doesn't understand. Um no, you guys are continuing um, how are you guys moving? Are you moving with haste still, or are you moving slowly again? If you're sl- moving slowly, that's a stealth out, check. So if you're I'm... moving hastefully, that's just bolting forward. Well, I'll say I'm moving as hastily as I can, but I'm stiltoning. Oh, that's so right. I'm like walking. kind of like you're probably like up ahead, maybe with Stilton, and Smite is like holding my hand, leading me through as mm-hmm. I'm like basically moving my feet as fast as they can with no vision. Smite yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> is he's at times kind of like like having you uh, lean against him and pulling you up a little bit so your extra feet movement isn't, like, causing you guys to stumble mm-hmm. over. Brigid, with your passive perception... Actually, so you, you Brigid, you wanted to move stealthily, correct? Can you roam a stealth check? Stilton stealthing with Brigid. It's an 11. You and Stilton creep ahead of the group. You're about 100 feet ahead, and you begin to hear something in the distance. It sounds Can like Can I summon higher? Yeah, you can use right off the bat. The moment you hear that, you feel the warmth in your earring and 
blossoming from that landing next to you is the beautiful, elegant pyre. I, um, I make sure Stilton doesn't get hit with a fire. <laughs> Stilton, uh, you look to move him away, and he is sitting on your shoulder, oh. uh, and then immediately hops down and plops a seat on top of Pyre's back. Um, <laughs> you, he looks incredibly comfortable in the same way that like a lizard <laughs> under a heat lamp might look. Uh, <laughs> as you're heading forward, you kind of see a few individuals further up ahead of you. You see this now, Zola, as well, through Stilton's eyes. You see what looks to be five figures. Four of them are average-sized humanoids, you know, probably anywhere ranging between human and elven height. Uh, And then one looks to be a bit shorter, about half their height. Um, They're talking a bit, and Brigitte, if you want to get closer, um, let me know. If you're keeping your distance... That's fine, but if you want to hear what they're saying, you will have to get closer. I will message Brigid through Stilton because I can cast through Stilton. um, And you hear, it sounds like a weird, uh, like, combo of, like, my squeaky voice. Like, Like you as a chipmunk? Yeah, me as a rat. I'll I'll do the noises. Ready? Um, If you um, want to just send Stilton, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Because I have Pyre now, and Pyre's, like, you know. Noticeable. Can can Pyres be like my wildfire spirit right now, but also be like a, a fire rat? Um, I'm going to say that Pyre and you are going to operate under that same stealth roll. That's how we'll work it. So you guys are hanging back a little further. Yeah, and still we'll in, hang back because I was a bad stealth roll. Still in nods okay. to you. Um, scampers will look forward. like just a rat, and even if they, you know. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll hang back and send Stilton. Okay. Stilton begins to... Sneak forward amongst the rocks. This is one of the more natural kind of looking caverns. Um, There are some piles of rock clearly from where it was carved and just rubble left over, but passing, kind of hiding behind the stalagmites on the ground. I will say also as Stilton, uh, just to be fair and transparent as Stilton is moving forward, I will also have to keep moving forward to eventually... As you know, within s- range. stay a hundred feet so I can see within them. So I'm probably approaching closer Me. to where you are. Yeah, yeah. I would, still s- I would, based on how far ahead these five individuals are, uh, I need you to roll another stealth check. Yes. Um, yeah. So you'll essentially my be, soccer mom, Zola. <laughs> as Zola like blind, literally blindly wanders forward. I'll have Smite hang back so he uh, isn't going to okay. roll or anything. Yes. yes. Oh, 20. I hate rolling stealth. <laughs> you are silent Whew. as you sneak up. Brigid, you go to put your hand out to Mom Zolo, who you know is approaching based on what she said to you. And I your limbo hand under. Hits. Yeah, like you like <laughs> just miss her as she just ducks underneath you and keeps like wandering blindly forward. You like put a hand on her back to kind of keep her from going too far out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stilton begins to creep forward. I'll even say that that was Stilton's stealth check as well. Stilton gets closer and closer, uh, as close as he can. He gets within 30 feet, and you, through his eyes, see four individuals who are all wearing the black Omni Malum colors. One of them is wearing, like, robes, like hooded, cloaked robes. Three of them are in your typical kind of black leather armor with the white smiley face branding on the center of it. Um, Great branding. They, yeah. The so, so distinctive. Consistent. Even from 30 feet with dark vision. With dark vision, you are able to see that uh, it's absolutely, and, and it's well made too. Yeah, this good is, marketing. Yeah, it's the good embroidery marketing. embroidery is exquisite. It's truly, the, the thread work is. It's not mass produced. Oh, yeah. This work, these are handmade Yeah, Erica's for sure. in there with the needle. Yes, Erica takes a break from. <laughs> 
for <laughs> casting to make these. Um, you hear um, the smaller one speak, and as you hear his voice, you also recognize his look. Lord Achillion must be back by now. Oh, sorry, I know you speak uh, Elvish. Lord Achillion must be back by now. I, I can't wait to hear how he's made that hick squeal like the pig she is. Or cow. I think cows were her thing. Whatever. I turned to Brigid. Who is he talking about? <laughs> I think he's talking about me. I shed a tear. No one's ever made fun of me like that before. It's so absolutely so cool. You can't even hear them. I'm just describing how mean they're being to you. I'm like, just they're calling you a hick. They're calling you a hick. A hick pig. Are you from a farm? <laughs> he goes, whatever. Erica, it was crazy. She straight up leapt out of the dark and killed Trick. Such a waste of potential. What kind of maniac is she? As said, this is indeed Plebo. You see through Stilton's eyes, even with the dark vision, he is dressed in fine black robes. He has a, as described, but I very rarely bring it up, a mm-hmm. black eye patch that is embroidered now with the white mm. symbol of the Omnimalum. Mm-hmm. Um, opposite him looks to be a female drow with red eyes. Um, and like a better look now you see that these robes have the same kind of patch that you had on the badge from Lord Achillion. It's like that this is an Omnimalum symbol and this is clearly someone who is a little bit higher ranking in the facility. The drow responds, He was trash. Talented trash, but trash nonetheless. Monsieur Underpado, I say good readings. It's wonderful that you made it to make it out alive. Plebo shrugs nonchalantly, uh, trying to clearly impress this drow woman. I fought until she and her emo friend cut down every single one of my bodyguards. I fled only after Trick sacrificed herself to get me to spread word of this horrid cow kid. Erica laughs coquettishly. <laughs> Once we get back to the socket, we should grab some drinks and talk about it more. Plebo walks a little taller and smirks. Sounds perfect. Um, He's got game. The two. Playbo's got game. um, You see, um, as you guys are watching this, Stilton is not detected at all. Mm -hmm. But, Brigid. Son of a bitch. Your foot accidentally, Mm -hmm. like, touches one of the rocks nearby, sending it kind of tumbling, and there's a small, just. But one of the drow whips his head towards the. We may have company. Everybody roll initiative. Can I do something as the rock goes or no? Uh, no, I'm going to okay. say that that's a split right. second thing. 19. 18. You guys begin to gear up for battle as these drow, these Omnimalum agents turn to face you. And that is where we'll end our episode today. God damn, Unbelievable. The crazy theories, conspiracies galore. Ashley's what? conspiracy corner coming at you <laughs> yeah, hard in the afterlife. Join I'm, the Patreon. Yeah, join the Patreon to hear me uncomfortably shift as my players um, throw <laughs> questions that <laughs> are you. that are either com- either spot on or so out of left field that I don't even know how to respond. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. We love you. We love you so much. If you would like to become an Eldritch patron, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Um, does anyone have any plugs or things that they are loving right now that they want to shout out before we wrap this sucker up? 
um, follow us on all the things at Try Not To Die Pod. Um, we're, you know, we post on Instagram sometimes, but we're having a lot of fun over there on Twitter. You know, mm. we're just hanging out. Mm. Like, tweet at me. Like, I talk to people who listen to our show on there, and we talk about theories and make jokes and stuff. So if you, you know, if you can't contribute to the Patreon, but you still want to be part of our mm-hmm. community, come engage with us over on Twitter. Come get engaged, baby. Come get engaged. And you and now we're there. all married. <laughs> and wow. wow, quick! It's really that easy. We're in moving New York, fast. Huh? <laughs> um, anything from you, Ash? Um, I think that everyone should watch Bo Burnham's comedy special. Oh, it was I'm, good. Yeah, so I'll, good. I'm gonna Facetime t- with my that. pirate mom tonight. <laughs> Facetime with. Oh, hey. I'm just gonna have to shout out my own tweet. Um, tweeted uh, these twenty five words are essential. I'm a sending stone with my pirate mom tonight. Didn't oh didn't God. get any faves, but I thought it was good. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Thank that you. is brilliant. It's not topical. enough to just over of our fans. I was gonna say. Oh, there will be soon. People just need to like make the time. I know it's summer and everyone's fucking vax and out and being in bars and everyone shit. But make the time to watch some sad media. But Listen. everyone needs to stay inside to watch inside so yes. that you can get these fucking jokes 100 percent. any of you who are currently following the twitter go back find go that back, tweet like it uh like the tweet <laughs> and also please reply with at bo burnham so maybe we can get some traction on that and oh see God. if there's any bo we'd things. love to have you on good lord if bo burnham if you ever hear this message i love you and will i'll pay you to be on my show yeah, i don't that have would a be lot how it would work that's how but you exchange pay you. people's talent for <laughs> to be on the show mm-hmm. well I hope We've neither one of Patreon you is expecting us a check because you're not getting one. Um, uh, I am going to... Um, I'm we're going gonna to go email Bo Burnham a bunch. Yeah, we're going to go email Bo Burnham a bunch. I'm going to say this episode might be coming out either after or during. So if you are currently in a state that has primaries... Go and vote. Oh, yeah. Go vote. Do it. it vote early. If you're in New York, you can yes. vote early now. Yes, As please. we're recording, literally right now, vote we for could NYC go vote. mayor. Please. Unless you're going to vote for Andrew Yang. <laughs> yes. Don't vote for Andrew Yang. This is not a Yang gang pod. No. Um, so sorry. We live in New York, and so ride. we'll vouch, just vouch, l- listen to us and say that we do not think he would be the choice for mayor. That, that guy's that we an M train wreck. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you once again for listening to this episode. We love Try you. not to die. Thanks we love you so much. Long outro today. Outro today. This is just a little sample of the afterlife, Sexy baby. Little outro. We love you so much. Until next time, try not to die. All hail our Eldritch patrons, especially Anita, Becca B, Becca M, Colleen, Eclair, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Lucy, May, Nicole, Paige, Patrick, Roni, and of course our producer daddy, Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.